Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you uh, a member of any clubs? Yeah, yeah. Fat club. I've been in fat club quite a bit. <laughs> many a time. <laughs> I've been captain of quite a few fat clubs. Well, what about joining a beer club? Interested. Yeah. Put yeah. your, your ears. My ears have just pricked up. Well... Beer 52 is the world's most popular monthly craft beer discovery club. Right. And yeah. Be- and because you listen to Under the Cost, you get special membership. All you've got to do is go to www.beer52.com slash kosh and you get a special deal. Go on then. What's the special deal? Well, eight incredible craft beers in a case, usually £24. Not if you join the club with Under the Cosh. First case, all you've got to do is pay the postage. Otherwise, absolutely free. What's the postage? Get your, does it come to your door, yeah? Comes to your door, knock at your door, there's your beers. Oh, fantastic. Unbelievable. Postage, £2.95. Value. Well, 37 pence a bottle. Is that what it is? Good maths. I don't think you can complain at that, can you? Eight lovely beers for £2.95. And they are lovely. So the, hop to, to, the hop to pod, John. Yeah? Delicious. I'm waiting on mine getting delivered, to be honest. Absolutely delicious. So let's just break this down then. So you go on the website, join up, pay £2.95, sit at home, twiddling your thumbs. Who's that at door? What's that? <laughs> oh, delivery man's here. Open your door. Bloody hell, eight craft beers. Let's go. Like- Fancy <laughs> seeing you. Yeah. Hey. Next minute, you're sat in front of telly, feet up, and you've got eight delicious continental beers to get through. Right. There's no minimum commitment. So you're not signing up for a, a year? No, so you if can you, leave if you, at any point you like. So if you get it, you don't like Good. it, fair enough, but I can't see people not liking it. You say it's lovely, don't you? Lovely. Christmas coming up, everybody coming round, aren't they? Show your beers out. What do you like, Jeff? Oh, I like a hoppy number. Well, I've got just a beer for you. <laughs> say no more, Jeff. Hop to pod on its way, Jeff. That's the sound of the cat. Oh, right, yeah. I thought somebody just crashed the car outside. <laughs> so get yourself down to www.beer52.com slash kosh and have a nice fresh box of craft ales on your doorstep before you can say, don't worry, Jeff, Sandra's driving. Have another IPA. And don't be thinking you get the same beers with every delivery either. Oh, no. Every month focuses on a new country or theme, and listeners who sign up now will discover the fantastic beers of part of the Balklands range. How about that? Featuring amazing beers from up-and-coming breweries in Croatia, Serbia, Slovenia, and Bulgaria. Unbelievable. And if you're not just happy drinking the beer, you can read all about them as well in a 100-page magazine that comes with every box. Right. Go on, then, Jeff. Get them dry roasted today. Let's go wild. How are we doing? Welcome back under the cosh, the last in the series. 
Gentlemen, Parky's back. Yeah, yes, yeah. Johnny boy. <laughs> so I missed a good one and all, didn't I? Very good. Uh, one, he was asking after you. Yeah, he said he'd, uh, he's tweeted me about the pig and whistle. So I owe him one. He'll hold you to that. I know, yeah. I'll have to get a car or so to that. But, uh, were, it, were it good, the pig and whistle? It was perfect because it was only £3.95 right, for your carberry. So you used to get two. I used to get two. And obviously, so I've got two lots of meat for me seven quid. So for value, you couldn't yeah, eat it. It was quantity over quality. Yeah, it weren't, yeah. The, it weren't the, the best carberry. You're all about the quantity. I, yeah. I not fussy. No. So it were, it were good. When I mean, it's all lasting gravy and mint sauce, you can't really take it. Don't <laughs> it's anyway, just it? a soup. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, lasting the series. Last of the series. Recharges batteries. This, this, it's, the been, second series. it's been good, hasn't it? Who's been your favourite guest? I know it, we don't. I mean, we don't all favouritism. Um, I really enjoy listening back. I, I love Baz's Baz Rathbone. I think I'm, I think mine might be uh, Weavers. Yeah. But I think I'm 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 going more on the fact what he were like as he were telling the stories and his his mannerisms when we were doing that. I think that might yeah. be clouding my judgment. Yeah, but, that was funny. But it's they're been, all being good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Apart from the ones that have just us three. <laughs> like today. It's even good, isn't it? Yeah, we've, uh, we're sort of getting the hang of it, aren't we? Maybe. I won't, I won't go that far. You get, he's getting carried away again, isn't he? Yeah. Big, yeah. big scruff. He's excited again. <laughs> big scruff. I believe you've got a game against uh, your mate. Yeah. Uh, Which wh- you'll have played by the time we put this out. When this goes out, I'll have played against uh, Swindon. And you were there at, at your last game? It was, apparently so, yeah. Phil yeah. Brown. Will there be any love lost? Well, I've, I've already got my speech for him. <laughs> what, yeah. You actually want to speak to him? in front of mirror all I week. I want to speak to him, aye, but yeah. not, I, it's not going to be nice. Really? Are, you, gonna, are, you, are you prepped? I'm prepped. I'm just going to look, because when, 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 when Hull bet Arsenal 1-0. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni scored. Yeah. Good knowledge. We did an interview after it, and they were like, and they were touting himself for the England job. Right. So I'm going to go, and I'm, when he's uh, stood next to the pitch, I'm going to stand next to him and like... Take a panoramic view and say, certainly not Wembley this bit, is it? <laughs> I think you just let it go, John. Eh? Let bygones be I don't think you're a man that held a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. To be fair, people like him, I, I could I could write a book, because if I didn't have asshole managers, I wouldn't be able to write a book, would I? I'm going to make a reference to the fact that he was touting himself for the England job and he's now Swindon Town manager. And that's no disrespect to Swindon Town. Did you not make eye contact? I didn't see him. Didn't no, I did shit. Him. I bet you were keeping out the way. Yeah, yeah. you showing. Hold up, hold up. I, well, I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't see him. But the last, the last thing I said to him was, "Fuck off, you." <laughs> that is the last words I've ever spoke to him. So anything's going to be a bit. bit he might be frosty. See, I, I didn't mind him. When, I, I didn't mind him to start with, and that, but then with what happened, and when he sort of dug us out on the radio, mm. didn't play us again. Then that. No. It's not for me, that. He, he was going to give me a new contract. Sent us, because I was struggling with my back at the time, and he sent us to a physio all summer, paid for it all, in like preparation that I was going to be signing for them. In the end, he just said, oh, the, the budget's been slashed, we can't sign you. And I think I found out in the press. I don't think it was anything to do with the rangers and apologised and stuff, but he just went, the, the, slashed the budget on your bike, son. <laughs> no, but... Chase Philip. <laughs> Thanks for that, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, when he first came in, Callum Davidson was yeah. injured, and he didn't want them at the training ground. So Callum had to go to the to Deepdale for treatment at like half seven in the morning before all the lads got in. Didn't even want them in the building. And like you're talking 
playing the Premier League in mm. ten years. But Carl wasn't a bad egg or out. He well respected figure. Yeah. He went well respected when he took fucking Kitty home, were he? Oh <laughs> I think that's probably why he did. He must uh, have heard about that. Jesus Christ. Sloped off back door, didn't we? Kitty and his We're in we're in Dublin. So we're like, like, we'll use the kitty on Sunday. Christmas party story. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. We, we, use the kitty, we use the kitty on the Sunday, didn't we? Everyone, man, every man for the sell the Saturday night, we use the kitty Sunday. So the young lads have spent all the money on the Saturday night. So we're in the bub on the Sunday morning. Phone's Carl. Carl, we're here. He's, he's in the taxi on the way to the airport. He's doing what sports personality of the year, weren't he? Fucking boring bastard. He's <laughs> so, like, well, oh, what are you doing with Kitty? He says, oh, you, he got it in his bag. So he's got four grand in his bag for, for beer for Sunday. And he's took it back to fucking England with him. <laughs> the young lads were raging, oh. weren't they? Like, what are we going to do? We've got no money left. So we ended up sorting it out and then... I bet he had a wild night at Sports Personality of the Year. Yeah, because he's, he's left the <laughs> Christmas party. flying all over the shop. Yeah, to go and watch the fucking Sports Personality of the Year. But now, see, like, oh, how can you do that? How can you treat someone like that and get away with it? It's fucking madness. Isn't uh, it, it just sets a bad. You know, if you're coming in, obviously Carl was well liked and that. And as soon as the manager does that, you're thinking, Fuck, it's not the best start, is it? He switched the coffee machine off once. Phil Brown? Yeah. We <laughs> lost a couple of games and he hid the key for the coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him. Yeah. I'll show them, him. Them bastards are not having no coffee at this place. <laughs> <laughs> pool, pool cues? He hid the pool cues? <laughs> The lads couldn't play pool. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. I mean. <laughs> Come on, Phil. With it being the last in the series, what I thought we'd do is, because I'd like to think over the last six months, two series, we've we've kind of built some bridges between supporters and the perceptions of professional footballers, you know, the, the stereotypes. I'd like to think that we've managed to prove that not all professional footballers are Arrogant, money grabbing, flash, womanising twats. But um, I imagine there's quite a few that are. So, what I wanted to do this week, with it being the last in the series, is I've put together a selection of stereotypes and I want you to tell me which players you've played with that best fit those bills. Brownie might come into this one, but the flashiest. Flash? I'm not flash. No, he's um, not flash. He's just arrogant. Uh, Phil Brown. Ah, oh, Phil. Oh, oh, is it Brownie now? Is it to you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. We're asking about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flashiest, flashiest player you've ever played with. Yeah, Ledger's up there. Sean Saint Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the time when he uh, come into training one day, and one of the lads went, "Were you at the Moorballs last night?" <laughs> he went, yeah. He went on the fucking front table at the Mobos. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he just does it properly. You know, if, if he's got a night out plan, I'm, he used to hire planes and that to go back to Dublin. And what? Go, yeah, he used to hire private planes to go back. And he's not he's not big time without He just loves the high life. Yeah. So he'd hire a plane and come back the next day for training or whatever. Or... <laughs> so he's at the Mobos, on, on the, fr- the front table at the Mobos. He's gone private jet. I don't, I don't yeah. know where the more, but he's into his private jets. Yeah, he used to be. Well, he probably isn't now. <laughs> but... not, I bet he's not now. Yeah. <laughs> Only no cash left. I'm sure when he was at Leicester, he lived in a hotel in London because he just liked living in London. He used to get the train up. <laughs> Big fat watch. Nah, I don't nah. think he's a watch guy. No. no? Into his car. I he had that a, came yeah, hand in hand with a private a, jet. You've got to have a big 
You gotta have a big clock on your wrist. He had an yeah. RA and a Range Rover at Preston. And they're all only him. So he just used to pick which one he used to drive. Yeah, he loved his gear and all. But he wasn't flash. I don't think that you can say it, but he just did it right. I think that's that, that that's you saying that you're a bit flash that as well. If what? you're saying he's doing it right, he's not. You're saying <laughs> I don't hire you're, private jets. Yeah, but you're that. saying you're saying flash, and you're saying no, he, he just did it right. I don't think flash has been at the mobiles. Well, I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, well, what's what's the mobiles? Obviously, somebody had to explain to us, and then and he were on the front table. I'd say I'd say getting uh, I'd say getting a private jet now is pretty flash. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. But he weren't an asshole with it. He got his goal. <laughs> there was so, a lad. Uh, there was a lad at Sunderland, Sean Thornton, and he was he was flash, as in he liked to let everybody know how much money he had and this. Even though he probably didn't, but when he moved into his new house, he got a, a plaque on his wooden floor saying S T fifteen. You know, like you're in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> Put it in a star. It, yeah, like a thing like that. <laughs> Prince on it as well, it, didn't it? it? I think it did. It'll be able to find it. I'm sure he did like a, a Cribs type of thing. You remember the MTV Cribs? I'm sure he did something like that. It'll be out there somewhere. And um, But he used to, so he'd have all the watches, but everybody in the changing room knew that he got them from Harvey Mix. You remember the masseur I told you? <laughs> so he walked around with Frank Muller's and Jacob, whatever they're called. Harvey and Mix. all the lads are like, who's he kidding? <laughs> Harvey Mix. <laughs> so one of Tommy Spurs' first day at um, Blackburn, he's having a bath, bubbles, etc. Bubbles. Bubbles and that oh, in the bath. Redox. So um, pan pipes. He, Leon Best was there. Who wasn't in favour at all. No pan pipes then. No. <laughs> Annoying today. What's the only pan pipe? I don't know. Whale music. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So anyway, there was only Leon Best in the changing room. Scented candles. Oh, for fuck's sake. He <laughs> <laughs> was just having a bath at training ground. Um, Leon Best has come over with his pay slip, like, you know, looking at that, obviously looking for somebody to speak to. Bear in mind that he's known him one day, probably hasn't said two words to him. He's <laughs> quiet, Tommy. Yeah. He's just thrusted his paycheck and went, what do you think of that? <laughs> Leon Best was probably on 30, 40 grand a week. He went, phew. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> Tommy's there with his back, like having a bath with his plums hanging out. It's not bad. Like, oh yeah, decent. <laughs> what can you say? I know. Oh, well, well done, Leon. <laughs> Luke Chadwick used to tell us a story when when he was coming through at United, because he came through with Greening, uh, Ben Thornley, I think, Michael Clegg, Ronnie Warwick, and all that. But Chaddy was the first one to progress, kind of thing. He was played a few League Cup games and all that. So Chaddy was uh, first in to get his contract, signed his contract. Next, when he was six months later, the other lads have then developed greening and what have you. So they've pulled Chaddy to one side and went, we just want a kind of a ballpark figure of what you're asked for. So Chaddy's just come out with oh, 25 grand a week. I asked for it and, and they give us it. So obviously all the lads have gone in there thinking, I'm not going to ask for 25, so I'll pitch myself at 18, 19. Obviously Chaddy's doing better. Chaddy was just lying. <laughs> Chaddy got offered 10 grand a week. <laughs> and all these fuckers who haven't played a game have gone in asking for 18, 19 grand a week. <laughs> so Alex Ferguson's just kicked them out. I bet he's thinking you fucking cheeky little bastards. <laughs> did you reveal afterwards? Or? I think he did. Yeah. I think he just laughed. Like. 
Oh, you, you'd be pissed off as well because you'd strut in knowing ballpark where, where you'd yeah. be, wouldn't you? You'd win yeah. for 18, Confidence. but you'd, you'd be happy to take 50. Yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine Alex Ferguson like when he's 18, 19 you can just imagine his face <laughs> going bright red just fucking taking the piss <laughs> what about then completely opposite direction low maintenance Brett yeah, not bothered couldn't you give a shit spoke to him last week Brett Brett's yeah. up there yeah yeah there'll be a few but you, know, you see he used to make a bit of an effort with his Hugo boss he just couldn't pull it off yeah but, I, I... Obviously, there's times when you've got to try it and look a bit smart, isn't there? But he just couldn't. <laughs> Whatever you put him in, he just could not look smart. Honestly. You could, you could get a, a fucking Dolce & Gabbana to design him a suit and he'd still look like a bag of shit. <laughs> if it fits him perfect a lot, he'd still look like a paraffin lamp. <laughs> yeah. Rory Delap was low mate. Them yeah. two were mates as well, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, Rory. Just... They wouldn't. You look at them and you wouldn't think they were footballers. Mm-hmm. You know, like just got nothing, no airs and graces about them. Just yeah. scruffs. Many like that you know that were, you know, earning decent money, but just like tight. For Monday or whatever. Tibsy Wayne Brown. Oh Wayne Brown, Jesus Christ! We went. Um, he couldn't put an orange in his pocket that day. <laughs> we went golfing to Portugal, and um, it was classed as a golfing trip. But for me and you, it was a piss up, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But. He sorted all the tee off times out, and apparently it was ten euros cheaper to tee off at ten in the morning than it was <laughs> one o'clock. So bear in mind we were getting in at six o'clock, and we're like, "Timsy, what the fuck's going on?" He's like, oh, it's, "It's a lot cheaper, son. <laughs> More value, son." And we were still pissed on the first tee, weren't we? Yeah. But the funniest thing about that trip, though, came okay, with the plastic bag. So we've obviously we've gone with right. I can't remember where we went with. We. Oh yeah. But we've we've gone with the uh, obviously we've got to pay for the clubs and everything like that. So we got there, coming home, they said we've got too many, uh, as luggage is too heavy. Like, what? So we've got exactly what we've came with. Probably less because we're minus fucking 30 balls or something. <laughs> so they said, well, you're going to have to pay for another flight. So like, how much is that? Another flight? Another flight. Yeah, another for, seat for the, on the plane. Another seat on the plane for the weight, for us gear and that. So said, well, is there any other option? We're like, well, you, you, you can pay for a bag. How much is a bag? 60 quid. I was going to say, yeah, surely you can pay for a bag. So we're like, we ain't got a bag. One of the lads didn't wait there. So he's gone to the shop, he's bought a pack of chewing gum and got a little plastic bag. Right. <laughs> so he's got this plastic bag. Can we, can we check that on, please? No bother. So they put the tag around the plastic bag. <laughs> it's gone on the carousel. It's gone up. It's gone that way, right? So we're like, never thought, no. Nothing in it. Nothing in it. A plastic bag. <laughs> not, 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 no bigger than an envelope. Plastic bag. So we got to Liverpool, Liverpool Airport, <laughs> on way back. So we're just waiting for his gear, like obviously hanging out of his asses. <laughs> Next thing, this fucking plastic bag comes down carousel. <laughs> Still with its tag on. So some some blokes picked it up off the plane and thought, oh, this is someone's bag. Put it on the carousel. Right? We were pissing his pants, right? It was that right, laughing that much, right? So gets back, gets in the car, gets back to uh, Barnsley. I'm like, where's my bag? I'd left my fucking bag on carousel going round there, <laughs> laughing that much. <laughs> Come on with a carrier yeah. bag. I've got a little carrier bag with no in it and I left my bag with all my gear and everything in it. <laughs> Biggest whinger. Mourner. Ashby's up there. On the pitch, Ashes. Ash used to be Ash used to be an arsehole on the pitch. Like just it every little thing that you did wrong, he'd just fucking batter you, wouldn't yeah. it? 
Yeah. And I, I, I got quite a lot of battery. I used to do quite a lot of stuff wrong, so I used to get batteries regular. We got to this stage where I just used to say, Ash, fuck off. Just don't mm. talk to me, just fuck off. Do you know what? I don't mind p- players giving you a bollock then. Oh, no, neither do I. But um, what does my head in is when they start flinging the hands in the air. So the you know the crowd the gestures yeah so they turn the crowd and lip throw that as if they're <laughs> Ben Marshall did it when I was a black man I felt like knocking him out I was having a horrific we're having a normal game for his black man, for his black man standards we're having a normal game to a fucking honking and I was having a shocker <laughs> and he's fucking going like waving his arm I'm, I'm thinking you know, like, you know like conductors sing some more songs about Brownie being shit <laughs> as if I couldn't get any lower you've just gone and done that. Moon the Mech is someone else's fault. They're the ones that fucking yeah. boil my piss. What about the bench watchers? So if someone zings or one p- pings a 60 yard pass, they'll have a look over at the manager to like, yeah. get a bit of praise and that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cringy, you can, can see him and oh. all that, yeah. I used to look over the bench and Brandy were on it. <laughs> <laughs> God, for fuck's sake, Johnny Scott. <laughs> Alan Irvine's like that. Brilliant parking, brilliant parking. Brandy's like that. Fucking kicking his boots about him. The strangest player. Strangest, weirdest, odd. Uh, I don't know if he was weird, but Andy Hughes, who I was at Norwich with him, ex Redden, and he was at Leeds. He used to, I mean, he was a right back, but he used to claim that he was a, a t- played in the ten dog, as he used to call it behind the striker. <laughs> the ten, the ten dog. dog. He used to call it the ten. I think he's he's on Twitter. Ten dog, bro. Big dog. I'm in the ten dog. So. um we're away like pre-season stuff. I was sharing with John Atemibor, who was the other right back who Hughes was in, in competition with. with for a place. So every morning, there'd be a knock on the door and Hughes would be stood there with chocolate cake, croissants, you name all the fattiest breakfast he'd have it, and a bowl of fruit for himself, right? So he'd give that to Fozzie, uh, sorry, he'd give that to Semi, thinking if he has them calories, he's, he's eating shit for breakfast and I'm having fruit. <laughs> So I, psychologically, I've got an edge. Do you know what I mean? And at the end of the same trip, right? It was, it was a feeder. It was a feeder. At the end so of the did, same so trip. So he's doing this to, as just to... He's thinking he's having a, an actual physical effect on him. Yeah, it made him... It's in, it's it's a his body. So he's thinking he's having shit for breakfast, I'm having fruit, I'm winning. <laughs> at the end of the trip, like, normally the... You, as a thank you, the, the, the hotel have made a big cake... Like as I were leaving gift type thing, so I mean nobody. It looked horrific, but the cakes just sat there and Hughesy. I could see Hughesy eyeing it up and then eyeing Semi up, and he's gone, Semi, you're not gonna have some cake. They've, they've made it for us. They're, they're, you know, have, have a bit of respect. But deadly serious though. And Semi's like, Nah, I'm all right, lad. It's a Semi, no idea what's going on here. Well, it's because it was just weird that every morning it ours was the only door that he'd knocked on with a chocolate cake. <laughs> And stuff like on the, on the way to games. He's ticking the weird box. On the way to games, you know what we've spoke before about videos like motivational stuff. He used to put one on on the on the team bus of himself, his own performances. Say right, lads, go on the mic. I've got someone for us today, lads. And all the lads would think, ah, oh, this will be comedy or some, you know, whatever. But has he got somebody to edit this together yeah. for him? It was his best bits. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine all the foreign lads going, what is, what is this? Good accent. What was that Spanish, French? I don't know what it was. I 
Rocky Balboa. Is it, was it just his? Um... But deadly serious. Like he, 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 and he said he wouldn't be able to know what was. He wouldn't think what, what's wrong with that. He just obviously made himself feel better, and he yeah. thought that it would make everybody else. <laughs> is there backing track music to it? I, I don't know. I don't know. And it was just his playing stuff. It weren't like him in the gym as no, well. But like spinning ropes. No, but he, he's always he was <laughs> on top always, of town hall steps. He was always on the hunt for a compliment, right? So the best way to go about it for him was to give somebody a compliment and wait, wait to receive one. So like, <laughs> you'd walk past him and he'd go, fucking hell, Brownie, you're looking trim. I'll go, oh, cheers, mate. And then he'd lift his top up and go, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, big man? <laughs> so you've been knocking them croissants back. <laughs> but he's a great fella. Like, unbelievable for a night because he doesn't drink when Husey was at Leeds the sign Bradley Johnson midfielder and obviously Husey classing himself as a midfielder he saw as like an immediate rival so on his first day he's gone straight over to him I bet you like a night out dear I bet you're a, bet you're a good lad so me, <laughs> me and you out Saturday night so Bradley so Johnson competition like so yeah, again he's, he's, he, at, uh... he's always got something going on in his head <laughs> me and you out when your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Saturday, so Bradley Johnson's like, this is a bit weird. So anyway, them two have gone out. Husey straight to the bar, shots. Hey, yeah, bro, get them down your neck. <laughs> Pints of lager, 50. So Brad's going, right, I'll get these next ones. What do you want? I went, oh, no, I don't drink, mate. <laughs> Bradley Johnson's absolutely steaming. And he's drinking flipping shots of water. He's doing shots of water. But that's that's just in his head. You know, midfielders come this in. This guy's the king need, of sabotage, yeah, right? I need to get this. one up on him. Yeah. So he's took him out. Probably spent 300 quid on shots and vodka Red Bulls. Just for that mental edge. Surprised you weren't taking photos and getting some to post them on fucking yeah. social I know. media. I know. Cropping his head out at selfies every time. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's madness, isn't it? When you think Just about so it. Just so many different characters in football. Yeah. But unbelievable, <laughs> like, great lad. He's, he's Huddersfield now coaching. First team coach or something. See, I don't, I, I don't know about weirdest player, but one of the weirdest things... Uh, I was sleeping, uh, I was uh, rooming with Stephen Elliott. So we've gone down for his pre-match, uh, it was meal on the Friday night. And I thought to myself, I'll go and treat myself to a little sleeping tablet. You know, when you're away. Not an actual sleeping tablet, I'm I'm, I'm having a wank. Oh, okay. <laughs> I refer to it as a little sleeping tablet. So I I go, I said, Slazy, I'm just going to nip up. I'm, uh, I'm treating myself to a sleeping tablet. He's like, yeah, no bother, no bother. Does he know what, does he yeah, know yeah, the Yeah, he's very aware of it, isn't yeah. he? <clears throat> so I uh, so I gets into the room, gets me my iPad set, iPad set up, and that, and I'm just sat in chair there, just uh, going through the motions. And the next thing I hear is do a gum. I thought, fucking hell, Slizzy. But I'm, I'm I'm halfway through here, so I'm at the stop, point of no return. <laughs> so he gets he goes and lies up bed. So I'm hearing rustling about, and that behind me he says, uh, he says, is this doing out for you? And I turn around, he's got his fucking legs 
naked. He's got his legs <laughs> pinned up against the wall. Right? Like Keith Tracy. Uh, yes, like Keith. And he's shoving a suppository up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an, an anti-inflammatory suppository. You're like, apparently, if you put up your ass, they get into your system quicker. And he's there just pushing it up his ass, and I'm like. Just in time I, for the I, I had to abort mission. <laughs> <laughs> mission aborted. Retreat! Cheers, retreat. Cheers, for that. Cheers for that, Sleeves. I really appreciate that. That's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Any players that um, kind of sit outside the stereotype, if you will, like to read? Maybe uh... Dave Kitson. Dave Kitson would mm. sit in the corner of the uh, corner of the dressing room. You know, one of these big spreadsheet papers, the Times. Sit reading oh, the Times. Sheet. Yeah. Oh, it's half. That's the first long time I've ever seen that. Like. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the other corner with the, with the Daily Sport. With this, <laughs> <laughs> just flicking through the Daily Sport. But uh, yeah, it was like all looking at footsie index and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And I've never seen that before. Have you? Nah. Nobody suggesting nights out to the theatre. Nah, not really. See, intelligent. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm quite intrigued about Michael Brown talks about having a chef on the bus how how does that even work have either of you two had a chef on the team bus yeah did you Mm. Sunderland and Norwich I've never had a chef on the bus how does it work like is there a a kitchen kitchenette area yeah there's an oven microwave there's all the cereals is it a microwave you've just interrupted us again (laughs) So the chef's in there putting the stuff in the oven and the microwave. Yeah, but that's not a chef. What, 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 what do you call a man who cooks food for other people? Yeah, but I'm, I'm expecting it's hot stones and hot stones. Fucking hell. They're not cracking eggs in front of you. are not a coach. <laughs> not fucking rustling up a so, the, so the chef from the canteen at the training ground used to come on a way trip, so he'll make all the stuff, and then after the game... Put soup in the microwave. But he, what, what do you want to call that? You can call it whatever you want. What do you call can do that. What do you call a man who cooks food for other people? He's not a chef. Right, okay then. What is he called then? He's a dinner lady. Right. Anybody can put a bit of soup in microwave, can't they? Is he just what do you want to call it? Is he just on purpose? What do you want to call it then? No, but I just, just, just in my head. When I heard big... there was a chef on the bus, I thought there'd be. But they are, it's the, the, the chef from the canteen. So it's yeah, a but chef. I thought there'd be a spice rack. What's it? So you're on a bus here. You're on a bus, not in a restaurant. You're on a bus. No. He's just been an arse, isn't Yeah. He? He is. He's just been an We can call it whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, but there's a bus. Somebody that puts food so in the microwave. So what kind of stuff are they cooking then? Just like... So at, at Norwich, they used, to, they used to make it before we went and then just heat it up for the players to come. So as soon as you come on the bus, it'll be ready for you. They're expecting Gordon Ramsay on that. I was, yeah. Mitchell and Star. Bus kitchen nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speed bumps, speed bumps. Sucking <laughs> eggs all over the shop. What are you doing? <laughs> Apart from the obvious, the most arrogant player you've played with come across? Um, I mean, he was arrogant, but Michael McIndoe. Who? Michael McIndoe. McIndoe. He was at Donny, went to Bristol City. The first time I went to Donny, he was, he was the main man and he used to tell everybody he was the highest paid and all that and... We used to get a gym membership, Nuffield. I don't know if you ever went. <laughs> I'll tell the Probably jokes. Probably not. <laughs> so anyway, used to, he ended up paying for a personal trainer, and obviously she was really fit. He was determined to make this girl his girlfriend, 
he's probably invested 500 quid worth of gym sessions just to get time <laughs> to get yeah bit. yeah so anyway i was i was at donny with my cousin he was um in the youth team now he was pro so we've gone for a swim on a night and she was lifeguard so me and ben were messing about in the pool like sumo like, uh, wwf wrestling and all like just mess just messing sumo about the- just messing about he rings us up that night and he, he opened the conversation with you ever do WWWF? How many W's? So he rings us up that night. First thing he says, you ever do WWF wrestling moves on my missus's shift ever again and I'll knock you out. And I was like, you what, mate? I thought it was a, a Tim Swallow's wind-up. <laughs> and he was being deadly serious. He went, complete lack of respect. You know, she's doing a shift and you're there uh, throwing your cousin about and, and whatever. <laughs> I'm like, is this fella taking the piss at you? Throwing your cousin him. Um, but he was just a tool. He used to he used to um, see he was quicker than Leo Fortune West, big striker from Cardiff. Yeah. So he used to want to race him constantly. Leo, Leo was a wind-up, so he'd be going, ah, whatever you, whenever you're ready, I'll thinking that he, he wouldn't beat him. So anyway, the lads are getting on it and lined it up, got the 100-metre track. Um, so Mac has gone, oh, Leo, I'm definitely going to win. I'll give you a 10-yard head start. Were they quickly or fortune West? You wouldn't think so. So they've set the thingy away, 10-year head start, and he was running away from it. Like <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't catch him. He won by about 25 yards. So he'd have beat him by 50 yeah. anyway. Yeah. What did he say after that then? Oh, he was good. They ended up having a fight. Not because of that. A big old unit and all, yeah. fortune West, weren't he? But apparently it was just, he was quite campy or... So they're there, like, just having a roll around outside the training ground. It's quite calm. I can't imagine... Leo's cat. I can't imagine big Leo Fortune West being quite calm. Mate. Right. When he was at Rotherham, sub not used, like, not even in the squad. So watching from the stands, if the lads got a result, he used to come straight in the changing rooms and jump in the bath with the lads. Can you jack it up at the door? Yeah, he cloughed off straight in the bath. <laughs> All right, lads, great result. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I used to like. I used to. We used to. Have, we used to That's big, not camp, though. No, I know, but what's that then? That's just jury's out. Yeah. So you how what? did you respond to the to the wrestling jibe? I just yeah. couldn't believe what I was hearing. You know, if I, he, just, if he, I was I was only seventeen, eighteen, and he's rang us up and said, "Stop messing about on me, misses a shift." <laughs> Imagine well, to, that. To be fair, though, the fact that you were seventeen, eighteen does explain why you were doing WWF <laughs> wrestling moves in a private swimming pool yeah, at a private gym. I know. But I couldn't believe. That. Another, he was single. This is another time. He was single, so I, he's getting into Greg Blundell, who was a player at, at Donny at the time. In, in a relationship no, he's got. Or? He's asked asked Greg's missus to fix him up on a date, and they used to live in the riverside at Donny, like blocks of flats. They used to live next to each other. So Greg's missus had brought her friend over, and she was going over to Macca's. He was cooking and all that bollocks. Apparently, he just talked about football all night to her. So it got late. So she's gone, right, I better I better go. Put her shoes on. He's gone, right, see you later. And she's gone, hey, you're not gonna um you're not gonna at least walk us walk us over. I mean the bear might was only 150 yards or whatever. You're not gonna walk us over, it's a bit late. And he's just took a deep breath and went, I'm not being funny, love. I can run the hundred metres in less than t- eleven seconds. <laughs> if anybody tries it on, I'll be down there in a flash. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you think, why 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 even say that? You just go, yeah, come on. I'm not being funny, love. 
<laughs> but if someone's going to knife you, I can be there inside. <laughs> Just an absolute belter, man. But he he he, um, he got made the press for made a lot of money, ripped a lot of players off. Yeah, big massive scandal. He really? got yeah. he called it a, a pyramid scheme, so players were putting money in to him, and his thingy was you'll get two grand a month on it. Well, it were, you get twenty percent. Twenty percent per it. month back. So, so have you put in every month? So yeah. So say, say if you give him ten grand, someone would come and drop two grand off at your house in cash. So then, obviously, for the first five months, after the first five months, you got your money back. Yeah. Then you're just getting two grand a month cash. But what he was doing was, he was giving you other people's cash that they were putting in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So a pyramid scheme. So basically, a pyramid scheme, yeah. but. Obviously, it's but was ca- he palming it off as it's been invested? And I thought, yeah, he will have been. But he was like, obviously, this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And lads are putting fucking like the big dogs are putting hundred grand, two hundred grand in. Two hundred? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of money. They were like, sure, it was like, sure, go up to where. I was just imagining him like Scrooge McDuck swimming around the <laughs> with all these notes. But it, it was at the point where like there were probably there were millions of pounds in this scheme. And and it just in the end, it just went. I've got like it's all, I've got no money left, and everyone just fucking lost the money, didn't they? He's an absolute. So he must be. Yeah, he, he must be on a few people's shit list then. Oh, he's he's gone here, well. Yeah, he's just he's, he's just vanished. Do you reckon he's listening to this? <laughs> Probably not. No. When you say it's been in the press, has it was it, in the. It was a big article. But is that was a court for it. I don't think they can find it. him. He can't complain, mate. Nobody send a letter to him. He keeps running off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Police knock up front door, he straight takes it back. Like, hundred <laughs> meters, eleven seconds. If we knew, uh, if we knew where he were, we'd send him a letter saying what's happening, but nobody can find him. <laughs> so allegedly, that's what happened with Michael McIndoe. Allegedly, I, I, allegedly, I would never, I never party to it, but that is the rumours in public. Yeah, that's the rumours. Neither confirm nor deny. No, but he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that we can confirm. They couldn't, con- they couldn't clear him in court for being a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not as fast as what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> he used to bring a briefcase into Coventry every day. Full of cash? No. For weeks this went on. So one of the lads were like, obviously thinking, oh, what the fuck's in that briefcase? <laughs> so they opened it one day and it was just empty. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it in every day. <laughs> oh my God. Just full of his own self-importance. Yeah, like, just to draw yeah. attention to himself. A briefcase full of self-importance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking madness, isn't it? You know, when you think about it, it's madness, isn't it? Ask, you know, as footballers, in your pomp, going out, night out, do you get the women? Oh, I. You know. Oh, I. <laughs> oh, I. Don't <laughs> rub your knees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. <laughs> We all know the stories, you know. The, the groupies, the women flocking in the nightclubs when you've got your private jet and your grey gooses <laughs> in the middle of the table. Yeah, there's, most clubs have got them, haven't they? Uh, but you, you, you know straight away. You know straight away what it is. them a mile off. Yeah. Not a certain... They're just there. That it never used to happen to me because I just go back to Barnsley anyway. Uh, so I, never really for me, but I... These used to go on all the flash nights out and I used to go back to Weatherspoons in Barnsley. But you can see them, can't you? Like, yeah. Straight Nor- away. Norwich was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, the first week I signed, 
got, like me and Gary Dockley were pretty close, and he'd say, "You will not believe." There was a nightclub called Mercy. He went, "You will not believe what goes on in there." The groups of girls just waiting to be. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Waiting to be. Waiting to pounce. Flocking, yeah. Like yeah. a dog with two dicks, right? Yeah. Suddenly, we had a good I was a buzz. creature as well. That I'm not. I wasn't as handsome as I am now. I oh. was a creature. Yeah, that was a fucking the Wurzel Gummies blonde yeah. highlight days, weren't it? Yeah. Terrible. Mullet. Even as a lad, why would you wanna? Because you, if a girl comes over, I'd know that they're only standing there for either a drink or to sleep with because you're a footballer. So I, I don't get why lads thrive off that. You know, surely you want a, you want a girl to fancy you for who you, you are. Yeah, fucking hell, dear Deirdre. No, but you do <laughs> though. Fucking Christ! You do, imagine going inside. She, she only. So what? Well, each when you're own. 18, each 19, 20. Yeah, I suppose. You're not gonna. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're... But later on in life, you just want to cuddle, John. I know, mate. Tell yeah, me about it. Want a bit of love. Good cuddler. I'm a big, big cuddler. <laughs> big cuddler. <laughs> right. What time is it? Quiz time. Quiz yes. o'clock. Yes. Last episode of the series. Um, we're playing for pride. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm too down in it. But um, I thought, with it being the last last one of the the series, we'd go with a let's see how much you've been taking in so far. So this is an under the cost specific quiz. Oh, geez. Pacific or specific? Specific. Oh. We're going swimming. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got six questions, all about the podcast so far. The guests we've had. And right, are you ready? So this is Three about the, about each. the podcast. About the podcast so far. Who's going first? It's me, isn't it? Go on, crack on. You ready? Yep. Which player said, there are some players that will be remembered for being good. There are some players that will be remembered for being shite. Nobody remembers the okay players. I want, I, can I, before you answer the question, can I, want, can I just ask, what was that voice that you were doing that in? The thing is, he's giving it away because that was a Scouse accent. It's no way! Paid. It is Billy Payton. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> I, 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 like, cringy. Cringy. <laughs> Okay. What? Who says they can be good for being remembered? Okay, now. I was, I was, auditioning, I was auditioning for your audio book. <laughs> what was Nicky Weaver referring to when he said he wouldn't want it behind his ear for a pencil? Oh, uh, it's a penis. You need to know. <laughs> it's a penis. We need to know need who's to know member. Who's, who's penis? Oh, shit. I'm going to have to pass. Pass? Pass. Oof, well, that penis behind the ear was David James. Oh, course, uh, Shit. Ready for this one? Yes. Which player was known as the filthy animal after having a poo on the team bus and wiping his backside on a towel only for the manager to use it to dry his hands? Michael Pollard. It was Michael Pollard. Straight yes, in. Easy question, man. What? <laughs> shit. Should have gone first. Which Irish international was caught doing the worm on the dance floor after categorically being told that he is not to go out by Trapatoni. Aidan McGeady. Aidan McGeady it was, oh, wiggling like boy. a worm on the dance floor. Can this be an hard one, like, just to give me a chance? Which player spent £150 on a secret Chinese meal for the lads the night before a Welsh international? Johnny Hartson. It was Johnny Hartson. And I wasn't even there. I wasn't even on that recording. <laughs> Under the cosh is number one fan. Really? Which player was confronted by a local gangster when running through the streets of Liverpool City Centre? You should be good at this one because it was on a Christmas do. Who were in a fat suit? 
He's not missing Jason McAteer. It was Jason McAteer, well he. When talking about his first Christmas party and with his Barnsley teammates, what does Parky refer to as the popular dessert topping known as whipped cream? Uh, pass. Frothy cream, was it? I can't remember. What do you put on it with? You're going to have a nice trifle now, what would you have on top? I don't know, I can't remember what I said. Squitty moose. Oh, squitty moose. Squitty moose. Oh, chance then, chance. All right. Which three players... Why do I have to have three answers? Ditched Andy Griffin at the airport before setting off on a fearful What a fucking question, Charity trip to Mexico City. What a, what a honking question. Linvoy Primus. Yes. It's from the very first episode, this. Second. Second episode. Very second episode, this. Linvoy Primus. Cano. Who went by plane? He's at airport. Yeah, he's turned up. <laughs> Cano. I'm at, this is my answer. Canu. No. What do you mean no? They both played at Portsmouth together. Why Why is it a fucking outrageous answer? I'm not saying it's an outrageous answer. I'm saying it's the wrong answer. Well, go on. The Linvoy Primus. Uh, I, I, I don't know anymore. Lawalawa, Darren Moore. I'm surprised you didn't get that, John. No. I'm no. a bit disappointed as well. Unlucky. That's it. End of the series. Final episode. Emotional. Yeah, it's going to be... Well, we're doing me Wednesday afternoons. I know. Thursday nights. It's been good. Tuesday afternoons, Tuesday night. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I'm wondering all this spare time on my hands. What's been your highlight of the second series? Um, Weaver, I think, was good. Like you said, very animated. Um, across all across the stories again, them two that everybody likes. You the know, shithouse. yeah, that the, the shit house. house one. Yeah. Even That's now, my if, I, if I drop some at home. Shit house. <laughs> Every yeah. time. There's been yeah. Or if Mrs. Burns me tea. Shit house. <laughs> you get a slap for that. Well, yeah, she's getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been good. It's I mean we've done 10, 11, 10, 11 of the series, is there? We'll be on twelve actually. Twelve? Because we had a couple of double headers that we weren't expecting. Mm. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been enjoyable and long mate continue. Mm. Only people keep listening, we'll keep chucking them out, eh? Well, keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Subscribe to that. Yeah, we've got the Amsterdam trip, haven't we? That'll be on there. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Never been to Amsterdam before. No? No. Oh, it's lovely. Apparently some lo- lovely walks, isn't there? Lovely walks. Yeah, lovely, lovely scenery, apparently. Tulips. <laughs> get, get, uh, get you some clogs. Yes. I think I might play them. I might play them the game after. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to that. It should be a, it should be a good trip and... Speaking of Amsterdam, it might be the first time you've uh, been, but it won't be the last. No, we're going again, aren't we, next June? June 7th to the 9th, football to Amsterdam for prostate cancer. Have you started training yet? Of course I have. Have you fought? It's going to be an harder one than the, the first Amsterdam, <laughs> isn't it? I think it's going to be quite challenging. Where are we going from? Barnsley. Barnsley to Amsterdam. To Amsterdam, all for prostate cancer. On a bike. On a bike. Yeah, we'll, no. we'll have a laugh. It's going to be tough, but we'll have a laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's no flights at all. We're on a bike. <laughs> I, think, I think you two should do it on a tandem. I'll embark it too. I think one of us will be doing all the work. Yeah, and, and, I'm, not, and I'm not prepared to do it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, so yeah, we're doing a, the bike ride to Amsterdam, which should be a, a, a good experience. And But if anybody fancies getting on board with that as well, 
and join the Under the Cost team. With uh, all the details are on the on the Facebook and the Twitter, and you can sign up and come along with us. Seventh till the ninth of June. Seventh till the ninth. Challenge yourselves. Takes two days to get there. You, you ride from Barnsley to Hull, I think. Yeah. Get on the ferry, dock, ride to Amsterdam, then you have a night in Amsterdam and fly back the next day. It's hundred mile biking we do to Amsterdam. Mm. Great. They know you can get yeah, out of it. Doesn't actually. <laughs> you, know, you need some padded shorts because you've got a padded ass, don't you worry you'll about it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have a raw bottom by the end of it. So I tell you what we do need. If anybody out there is fancy sponsoring us for some bikes, lending us some bikes for a couple of months for us training this trip, we'll uh, we'll get them back to you when we've done. Like a proper company, though, not like not if you've just got a bike in shed. <laughs> yeah, don't, we don't want an old rally burner, do we? <laughs> yeah, chopper. <laughs> so yeah, so we need to, well, we have to get some bikes sorted out. So if anybody would like to lend us a couple of push irons, as always, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. That'd be nice. Subs- leave us some reviews on the iTunes. Yeah, that'd yep. be good, wouldn't it? Anything else? Tell your friends all about it. Tell them it's dead good, and then they can listen. See you next series. That it? Yeah. That's it. I feel a bit deflated. We should have had some, we should have had some music on, shouldn't we? Like, like the end of the, op- end of the opera or it's something like, like that. A couple of ro- people throwing a couple of Buffet. roses for us, couldn't yeah. they? Picking them no. up off the stage. Final farewell. We're sat in my conservatory. <laughs> well, until next time. Just before we go, tickets are now on sale for the live shows. 29th of November in Preston, 6th of December, Barnsley. And we're hoping to get a Doncaster date slipped in there as well before Christmas. So keep an eye on the Facebook and Twitter pages. There's links already on there for the tickets. So, yeah, get yourself down. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.